Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. It has now officially been the longest time I've been away since my last episode upload. 30 days, you guys, I can't believe it. Officially a month, give or take whatever, you know, those months that have only 29 days, 30, whatever. You know what I mean, but I'm back. Your girl's here. Lots to talk about, lots of tea to spill. You know, let's just get going here going to talk to you as it comes to mind, and we'll just go from there. Uh, A lot of great things have happened. My mom had her 65th birthday, um, and it was wonderful. It was March 20th, and it couldn't have been better. We came together as a family. We made food. uh, We cooked. We just came together and it was a great feeling like I can't even express it how you know just last year in October we got the worst news in our lives as a family circle my mom being diagnosed with arsenoma cancer lung cancer for those of you who are unaware of what that is and it is not found in both her lungs it's only in one of them and it's very small it's not as big but she is considered to be in what would say one would say stage four lung cancer which is very very bad but and i say but with the grace of god and all the love and positivity that has been surrounding her ever since her diagnosis it's as if it's not even there really the lady just continues to be the strongest person that I know. This is my mom, the one I came from. You know what I mean? Literally, she bore all seven of us children, and she's going so hard, you guys. It's so, it's like a blessing, and it's wonderful, and at the same time, it makes me really sad. It makes me really sad because we're talking about a lady who did has done nothing as far as she has never drank in her life, no alcohol, and she has never smoked in her life. So I don't know, maybe I'm naive to the whole diagnosis process of, you know, being that you have lung cancer. I don't know if it's because you smoke, which obviously smoking does cause lung cancer, but I wonder... Could it happen just to anybody? You know what I mean? I'm not that knowledgeable in that area to kind of say, you know, I mean, I have said it, uh, let's be honest, in a lot of my previous episodes that I've uploaded thus far, um, I have said, you know, it's not fair because she doesn't smoke. Maybe I'm not all the way that knowledgeable as far as knowing that, you know, you can get affected whether you do or you don't smoke. Um, But anyways, aside from all of that down, Debbie Downer stuff, she's strong. She's very, very strong. She's faithful. Very, very important, you guys, to have faith in something. And, you know, if you're not religious, I respect that so much. My boyfriend of 11 years, soon to be 12 this October, He's not connected to any religion, but he's the most deep, most loving, most intense man that I have ever met in my life. And I've only had one boyfriend. Boyfriend, Sorry, I feel like I'm like, do-do-do. Uh, <laughs> before I met this wonderful man. And he is wonderful. Um, but 
Oh, you got to have faith in something is where I'm going with this. Faith that everything will be okay. Faith that you will be fine. That you will overcome any trial that comes your way. And by dagnabbit, you will. Like if you... I feel like we are all in charge of our own destiny. As cliche, as cheesy as that may sound, you really do have a control on what your future would look like. It's up to you whether you want to complete a goal, you know, go on a diet, lose five pounds, get a car, go to school, become a teacher, whatever you're going to school for. You know, we all are doing things without even knowing that we are creating our own destiny, you know? And you can also, I'm like 2,000% um, in support of it, that you can create it in your mind as well. You can deflect all the negativity in your life, all the negative people, the negative surroundings, things that you have in your life, whether it be alcohol, whether it be eating, overeating, anxiety, stress eating, which I know, firsthand the past couple of years that has been me you know and I I it's not a good feeling uh you just got to have that support system though and you got to have faith in yourself that you'll be able to overcome those trials and it's not the cure to anything it won't cure my mom's cancer by all means but I it does affect it and it does help maintain and kind of dampen whatever trial you're going through, you know? And so I'm just so proud of her and I love you, mom. Like I'm so freaking proud. And like I said, we just had her 65th birthday and it was wonderful. We, we came together as a family, we cooked, we provided the food, music, you know? Um, we initially wanted it at a park. We had everything all set. And we wanted to enjoy the outdoors. You know, it's spring. It's still kind of cold here in Utah, though. And that day, particular day on the 20th, um, they said that it was going to snow. Or, like, um, it was like rain with a chance of snow. And we were like, no, Utah, you know, we're so infamous uh, as far as weather goes. It could be bright and sunny one hour and then freaking rainy and snowing the next. Like, literally, I've been raised, born and raised here my whole life. I've seen it. Um, but that day, you know, just the previous day before, it was beautiful. And we're like, maybe, you know, the weather won't be that bad. Turns out it did. So we had to do a last minute venue change and it ended up being in this little, I wouldn't say hall because I think it's very small, but at the same time, I think it held pretty good as far as the amount of people that were invited. And my mom initially wanted to just invite her friends, also known as the widows, okay? It's the cutest thing, okay? My dad, for those of you who are new to my channel, hello, welcome. Hopefully I didn't scare you off by now, but I'm known to just jump from topic to topic. To topic. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, before you go further, I advise, not necessarily advise, but I encourage, that's the word, for you to go down and listen to all my other episodes that I've uploaded. I'm very proud of them. I hold to them to this day, and I am just so 
blessed and happy to have an outlet like this where I can come to and talk to, vent, yell, scream, get annoyed, mad at, and be happy with. It's like my virtual friend. You guys are all my friends, so I welcome you and thank you. Um, but she has this uh, friend group. My dad passed away back in 2003, for those of you who don't or have not heard any episode up till now to this one. And, you know, if you have a spouse that has passed away, you're considered a widow, okay? The other group of ladies that she hangs out with, they're all widows as well. Their husbands have passed away. And so my sisters and I, we call them the widow squad. And it's all respect, you know, it's not making fun of them or jabbing and poking the fact that they don't have husbands. No, it's more the widow squad. Like it's pretty cool, you know, like badass, badassery that they're able to kind of kick it and go and do things, right? They go to dances, they'll go out and eat. You know, my mom is the ringleader of that. And it's so funny. I think it's the cutest thing, right? She initially wanted to just have a little get together with them, which was perfectly fine, right? We were going to cook food, and but then a couple of my siblings wanted to make like a little eating, a little get together with her siblings, and then um, a little more cousins. I don't remember the exact uh, idea that they had planned, but they wanted to initially do that. But then my mom was like, I just would rather hang out with like my friends, you know, and just kind of kick it and not do anything big. Long story short, it ended up being just that, but it wasn't huge, right? But that's okay, because she had everybody that she loved and cared about through many, many years be there, us kids included, and the widow squad. <laughs> it was so cute. But I'm just so grateful for her. Like I said, the only thing that I didn't like about the party was she was getting ready. We were getting ready to sing happy birthday to her. And... There were tons of kids there, right? Like my aunt, her sister, her kid, daughter's kids, and her brother's kids, like everyone. We were all outside playing. Everyone was all over the place. They had a playground and little outside area you could run and play football, whatever. Every year we sing happy birthday to my mom. It's a very close uh, thing. It's very important to us that we're able to sing happy birthday to her. And that didn't happen this year, which was very annoyed, annoying to me uh, because a couple of her friends were rushing it. I felt like they were just like, happy birthday to you, you know, like singing the happy birthday. But the kids didn't even have a chance to come in. And my mom, the grandkids, we it's very special to us. So that right there really made me mad. But we were taught well to the point where we are not necessarily not allowed to speak our mind, but we just know better to not make a scene of it, right? So it just didn't sit well with any of us. I'm not even going to lie. But for me personally, I'm just going to tell you what I think and not what my siblings think because they 
have a different view. They can't express what they're feeling. Um, I'm just letting you know how I feel, you know, being number six of seven kids. And it didn't sit well with them either. But for me, I was really mad because I'm like, you need to calm down as far as singing happy birthday and let the kids come in and sing to their freaking grandma. Like the kids got, it was so sad because a couple of them just looked through the window and I didn't like that at all. Uh, but again, we kept our lip shut because First of all, it's my mom's birthday. Secondly, we were raised better than that. And thirdly, it just isn't us, okay? But other than that, you know, it was great. She has a lot of good support. People that love her would do anything for her, right? And it just was wonderful. Um, I love her and happy 65, mom. You know, if you hear this later down in the line, she hasn't really heard my podcast yet. I do talk about it a lot, but she has yet to hear any of them. And it's okay. Like if she ever does come across them in this particular episode, I just want to say I'm so proud of you and I love you so much. All of us kids love you. Um, Let's see what else happened while I was away. Work, you know, has been work and Again, if you've been in my previous episodes, scroll down. You get your annoying days. You get the days you just want to freaking lift your middle finger up and walk away. (laughs) And that's been the tone, the tune recently, which is okay. I know how to handle it for sure. Uh, We just got a big corporate visit um, earlier this week, which we got a 98% out of 100, which was wonderful. We came together as a store, you know, out of all the times where people quit, um, just not unity that I've felt and have had uh, in previous years with other team members and management and general management. Like, it was wonderful. We actually came together and it felt like the old school McDonald's that I have grown to love and respect to the point where I've dedicated almost 20 years of my life as management, right? So we were good and everyone's excited, but each and every day, I kid you not, like people just don't show up. And that's the second topic I wanted to go into is your work ethics, man. I don't get like, it's okay, fast food, it's not a job where people plan to stay forever. I, I get it. But at the same time, you know, you do have a responsibility if you are employed there. And it's like, The past year, like since early February, I want to say is when it began, it just spiraled down as far as people not coming in, quitting, leaving, getting fired. Today, one of the co-workers we've had for a while, well, he actually quit, matter of fact, but then was able to come back. Um, But then, you know, like, obviously, I just spilled the tea on that. He got let go because... He, his attendance, his attendance is really bad, but it's sad because he had a lot of issues on the outside as far as home life, and I get it as well. There's a lot of things and people that have kept me from my job responsibilities, but I have uh, communicated and talked to my boss and let her know, kept her in the loop, you know, to the point where it wasn't necessarily excused, but it was a reason that they were able to tolerate my absence at that time. Finding out that my mom had cancer, I went home early that day. Um, yeah, just a whole bunch of things uh, this past year and last year. So 
it, it is what it is. Like, that's the perfect phrase if anyone were to talk about, hey, Malika, what is, you know, if your annoyances at work, what, what phrase or what would you, how would you describe it? I would tell you it is what it is. Like, there is nothing I can do or say that would help fix any issue as far as people leaving because it's kind of a thing where you can't control that at the same time you can. You can, you know, give them motivation every day. You can build them up, train them really good, um, different things like that to the point where they do want to come back. And I think we lost that a lot along the way. Um, we don't have a lot of training that we used to have in the past as far as like crew trainers, being able to train the new people, um, management as well, not really being on the same page as far as training as well. Like we can put a lot of the crew members that have been working, you know, they're kind of semi-trainable people where they can be trainers, but just little petty things like that, you guys, it's kind of under my skin and like I said, it is what it is to the point where I'm able to work and still get my day done. It's been really hard the past two weeks, really, really busy. Um, we got spring break officially as of yesterday here in my local city that I live in. And I think that helped bump up the craziness as far as my work being unimaginably like super busy which is okay like I said makes makes me money time goes by fast and it's hard it's frustrating it's annoying but you got to do it and I'm built for it so I'm so proud if anything it's strengthening my work ethic it's strengthening the way I work and how I control myself as a manager and as a valuable team member of the store so if anything, I'm super proud of the situations now more than ever to the point where I'm not necessarily whining about it anymore, where I'm just like, oh, this is annoying and that, you know. Um, so it's good. Uh, also with the help of my boyfriend, because he always says, you know, when you're done with work, you're done with work. He doesn't tell me I can't talk about it, but he just, it's kind of like sound advice where it is true. You don't need to bring all the frustrations there to home. You know, when you're home, just focus on that and the people you love and do what you do and you enjoy because you're not having to work, you know? So that's wonderful. Let's see what else is happening and what, what has happened, you guys. I just feel a lot of emotions have been happening nowadays as well. A lot of, I wouldn't say, I got to be very careful with it because I don't want to paint like a bad picture of people that I am trying to express upon certain situations, certain things, you know, you got to be really careful with what you project and what you put out there. Social media is and always will be very dangerous, in my opinion. I think it's dangerous to the point of you got to be very careful with the information you put out there, how you project yourself. You can't go around and, you know, threaten what the president, you can't threaten to bomb you know, a certain area you're in or a place you're employed at or you're going to, you know, you got to be, it's not necessarily, not necessarily that that I'm trying to express upon, but I think 
nowadays, it's more so trying to impress more than your own true happiness is what I'm trying to say here, where you got to have a certain thing or you got to have a certain amount of money or a place to where you're considered cool or you're considered valuable or, you know, big enough to talk about or chat about via, you know, social media. And it's, it's funny to me because I don't feel the need to impress anybody. The older I get, the more I understand that I'm going to do what I do because it makes me happy. I'm going to love those who love me even harder. I'm going to support them, back them up, never once, you know, question their loyalty because they've always been there and vice versa. You know, I'm there, I'm supportive and doing my job and as much as I can to support them as well, right? I just feel like nowadays people are just trying so hard to impress, whether it be, let's see, what have I seen? Um, You know, exercise, for example, like, oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going there. Okay, that's cool. You know, like awesome for you. At the same time, it's like, who are you trying to prove that to? Are you trying to prove it to yourself? Are you trying to prove it to the world that you're bettering yourself when in reality you go home and you eat that box of chocolates and that tub of ice cream. You know what I mean? Like, where is the line of trying to impress yourself, you know? Uh, Vacations, going on these big luxurious vacations or money, you know, it just, I'm not really a big fan of that. Like, I don't, I will not acknowledge that, post, I won't be like, oh my gosh, I I wish I was them. No, like I said, the older I get, the less I care. I'm just going to love hard those who love me and do what I do. Like, I'm not going to feel like I need to be a certain way just because society and or the people I've known my whole life, not necessarily my family, but people in general, relatives, friends, uh, all my people, social media wise, that I know and I have, you know, in connection with Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, here even, you know, you you just got to be you, you got to stay true to yourself and do what you do. Don't worry about what everybody else thinks, you know, like my mom's birthday, going back to that again, it was not held in a very luxurious, big, nice hall that which I do believe she deserved. And she deserves even more than that, you know. But she was surrounded by people she loved, um, family, her widow squad, hey, (laughs) and all her grandkids. I mean, it doesn't even matter if it was held in a cardboard box, as long as we were all together. And we enjoyed ourselves and we had food and we provided and made her birthday happen with love and hard work, you know, that's all you need. I see a lot of birthdays and a lot of things being held and it's beautiful. If you're able to do that, all the more power to you. I'm not saying you're not allowed to have anything fancy in your life, but at the same time, if you're unable to, don't be envious of other people. Know that you do what you do and you've done what you've done and to be appreciative of that. Like there are some people out there in this world who would give anything to be where you're at, you know? So... 
I don't know, I'm just in this wonderful place in my life and I, I wouldn't give it up for anything. I'm a very supportive when it comes to being an aunt. I, a sister, a daughter, I try my best, even a friend to be there, a coworker, a manager, a confidant, a confidant, what did I just say? <laughs> it's been a long day, guys. I got off work and I have been tired ever since, but it's cool because it makes me feel good. I worked hard. I'm off tomorrow. My boyfriend's coming over later. It's going to be great, but I lost track of what I was going to say. I told you I go all over the place, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Just be grateful of what you have and don't be envious. Envy, man, that is a deadly sin, I think. One of the 12 deadly sins is envy, I think. I, I've i never been that way. I, I really never have been envy, envious of anybody. I've admired a lot of like Utah jazz, for example, musicians. I love the music and and I've admired the, the feeling I get, the energy of wanting to dance and sing, you know, like that kind of admiration, but not one where I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish I was them. Like, nah, forget it. Forget about it. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you guys ever feel the same way, just know, be grateful where you're at. You're there, you're where you're at for a reason. God, all that's great in this world has put you here in your situation for a reason. Whether it be a really, really good one, you're very successful and rich and happy, good for you. Like my applause goes your way. If you're middle class, is there even a middle class? I mean, I've been doing a lot of research and things like it's non-existent is what I've been reading. Uh, you're either rich or you're poor and that's sad, right? But at the same time, it's not why because like I said, you got to just be grateful where you're at, your position, make the best of the moments and live, not necessarily live like it's your last, but be grateful every day. You know, like, although my mom had a very small place where she held her birthday, every day she gets spoiled. Every day she gets is her birthday. It's not necessarily the day of her actual birthday. Um, but we take good care of my mom. And so that's all we need. We don't need to go and prance and, and throw it out there on social media and prove to the world for what? You don't have to prove nothing, you guys. I, I just feel very encouraged to talk about that as well. Um, people at work, coworkers that try to manage when really they don't even have that position, they're not qualified, they're not able to run a shift, and yet they come and they try to, like clicks, okay? That's what the perfect word, I was trying to think about it while I'm talking. <laughs> um, I don't like clicks. I've never liked clicks growing up, and I never will like clicks. I hate people that bunch up in groups and think they're better than everybody else. That's never been me. I've never been to one group. Um, I've just always had my own voice, my own opinion, my own style. And that's how I was raised, you know. I wasn't always like, oh, I need the latest fashion or whatever. Which, again, I must repeat, um, don't come after me for that. But if you're able to get it, all the more power to you. Like, I'm so proud and happy for you, you know. Uh, but for me personally, I've never felt obligated or the need to to just follow the trends because it's the in thing to do. 
And it's the coolest thing that I see my nieces do the same thing. Like, I'm happy that I'm I'm the aunt where I can, the auntie or the aunt, however you want to pronounce it. I'm there for them where they always talk about school, boys, love, thoughts, growing up, going into their teen years. Um, I'm happy that they have an aunt that's able to do that, that they have one there, you know. I have three sisters, you know, two of them have kids. My oldest, oldest sister uh, does not have a kid yet, but she is more of a mom than any other person I know um, as far as mothers. All the kids love her. She takes care of them and watches over them like a great mom would. And I consider her one as well, even me. I'm so qualified as far as raising a kid, but I have yet to bear one. Uh, But I'm uh, just as good of an aunt, if anything, as well as my older sister, too. And it's something that we didn't necessarily have growing up. We do have an aunt and an uncle, um, but it's not... It was different growing up, and it's not a bad different, but it's very different to where we couldn't come and talk about boys. We couldn't sit there and have a full-on two-hour conversation with them because it would bore them. You know, they had better things to do. They spoke Tongan. They weren't, like, eye-to-eye level. It was a different generation, and we were younger, and it's how it's been, and that's how it always will be. And it's not a bad thing, like I said, but I'm happy that I've switched up uh, the examples I've had in my life and made it even better. And again, there's no shade going towards any any aunt or uncle that I've had in my life. Uh, but I feel like I've upgraded to the point where those kids freaking love me to death. And it's good because, like I said, I've always wanted to be that older person where they could rely on, they could come to and talk to just about anything, really. And I love that they're very open because that's not how I was growing up or any of my siblings for that matter. I know that for sure. Um, clicks at work. <laughs> I just lost track. That's me. Hi, guys. Um <laughs> I just don't like when people bunch up together, especially if they're a rotten group where all they do is come and nag and complain and they think they're better and try to overrun the store um, as a group and not necessarily do it by the book as far as managing and, um, you know, making sure breaks and cleanliness and quality food control, all of that, right? They just kind of go with what they know and do what they do. A couple of days ago, you know, one certain crew member came and they immediately just positioned themselves, which as a manager, throughout my experience, if you come in, you're immediately positioned. I will let you know where you're positioned at for the lunch rush. And then you stay there until the remainder remainder of your shift, unless if you're rotated to another position. But, you know, four o'clock, five o'clock rolls around. And uh, they just come in and they just take their own positions, don't even ask, don't say anything, right? Well, Friday in particular, we were smashed. We were getting orders out of our ears and eyes, okay? Inside, drive through, everywhere. It was crazy. And I only had very limited people because I was down five shifts uh, Friday. Well, five o'clock rolled around. The manager wasn't up front right at five o'clock which they should be, uh, you rotate. You have a morning manager, a mid-manager, which is me, and then 
you have the evening night manager. Um, that one, every Friday, always seems to take their time. And it really annoys me because, like I said, when that group of crew members come in, they just act like they run the whole store. They don't ask where they're positioned, anything like that. Well, long story short, that day was crazy. I positioned one of the evening crew members, and they just totally flipped out, and I did the same. I didn't flip out badly. I just said, I am in charge. You do what I say, or you clock out and go home. Oh, but you're not in charge. You're off now. And I'm like, no, I'm still here because your manager isn't up here yet. And it just really annoyed me because they're a part of that little clique where they think they're better than everyone else. And I have always been the one, not necessarily to go and beat up people and put them in their place. I've always been one to deflect it and to kind of put them in their place, but in a good way, not a bad way. I've never, you know, been to jail, thank goodness. Knocking on wood now, but <laughs> 35 and I have yet to get in real big trouble. But i never really respected people who don't really befriend everybody and just kind of stick together. Um, but all is well. Today I saw that crew member again. They said hi and all is good. But I just, I think it's annoying. Do you guys ever have that when you're working? Any like clicks or just outside life in general? Like it really annoys me when I see them. But I don't let it be known. I just kind of go with the flow and do whatever I want. Um, Oh, this whole thing is probably not even going to make sense, but I really did feel very motivated and was thinking about, you know, I've had a lot of attempts to record, but then I was like, oh, I wasn't really feeling it, too tired from work or just kind of sleeping over with family and all that. Uh, but I'm happy I did, and it feels good to be back here on this podcast channel. Looks like I exceeded a half hour, so if you're still here to this point, I thank you. I love you guys. I appreciate your listening ears, and hopefully I didn't scare you guys away. <laughs> but your girl's back, and I'm going to start rolling in those new episodes and just kind of share my thoughts and my, my opinions and my happiness, you know, stay positive through this crazy world we live in, give love, smile more and frown less and be that positivity in someone's life. You don't necessarily have to do anything big or give anything big. Be that light, be that support and smile. Tap somebody on the back. Hey, good job. You're appreciated. You know, it'll make a world of difference. That's my thoughts and my my encouragement for you to do and happy Saturday evening you guys it's almost 9 p.m here I'm probably just gonna start getting ready clean my apartment and have my boyfriend come over it's gonna chill I'm off tomorrow thank goodness and I can recharge for the new week but I love you guys and thanks again sorry about the big absence absence why does that not absent I was absent. Yeah, okay. Sorry about not being here. I'm not going to try and use big words right now. I'm too tired. <laughs> but again, like I said, yeah, I am here and I'm back. Back in black. Not really, but I always say that because my work clothes are all black. <laughs> all right, guys. We shall talk to you later. Bye.